0: Eat, drink, smoke, <laughs> Tony Katz, along with April D. Gregory and Fingers Malloy. Don't forget to subscribe to Eat, Drink, Smoke on iTunes. Subscribe and give it a five-star review and write a review. We eat the fine food, we drink the fine bourbon, we smoke the fine cigars. And the weather in the Midwest and right here in our beloved Indianapolis, so incredible that normally we record a Blend Bar Cigar. It's one of our favorite spots in the world. We're on the back deck right now of my house. That's how absolutely perfect the weather is. It is sensational. Uh, And for whatever reason, on the eat and the drink, we've gone full Japanese, and that reason is April D. Gregory. It's not whatever reason. We've got the Yamazaki single malt whiskey. So this is a tenure uh, that we're working with here, and we do it two ways. We do it neat. And then we do it on a cube. April and Fingers have got a sphere uh, that I've made uh, for them. I'm going to just be doing uh, just a little bit of water and kind of see how this uh, opens uh, up. Uh, This is uh, uh, from the Japanese distillery. It's aged in bourbon uh, barrels. Uh, The nose is going to give you a a lot of fruit and a bit of cereal sweetness going on there, maybe some vanilla. On the palate, you're going to get... well how some people describe as rich peels but sometimes we describe as dark fruits but this would be more of the of the citrus kind of kind of fruits uh going on with maybe a touch of bitterness at the end um and then a bit of like a honey kind of of finish right here so is there a reason by the way April that we're doing the Yamazaki like you had a bottle and someone was like drink this bottle and you're like well okay if you twist my arm
1: yeah it was given the bottle and it's straight from Japan and um I knew. So this one of purchased us? here.
0: This someone actually brought it back.
1: Right. Oh
0: wow, very cool.
2: By the way, Rich Peels was my stand-up comedy name in the '90s. Nice, nice. First of all, it's an interesting
0: description of cereal sweetness. The nose is actually a bit spicy, like it is. It's like almost like a like a baking spice. Right on there. We've had that once or twice before in some of the other things that we've done. But citrusy and a bit of baking spice—that's what I'm I'm going for. The color is a very uh, light amber, like you'd you'd I, I would say it, it almost looks like apple juice. Like that's the the color of it right oh, now, yeah. as clear as can be. Are you ready? Are you are you good fingers? Yes. Do you have any, Do you have anything against the Japanese?
2: They took our jobs. <laughs> Other than that, no. That was that was not the job. Yeah, they took our automobiles. Uh, took our jobs. South Park.
0: All the automotive jobs, they took her jobs. I, um, I, I was hoping for a gung-ho reference. Oh. <laughs> right? okay. Oh, that was a South... Self- okay, you know what? You win. I was thinking Michael Keaton. You were thinking real culture. <laughs> Much better. Much better. This. All right, we ready? We good? We doing? We do, okay, here, we go. doing here we go. we doing There they go. There goes April and Fingers Malloy. April D. Gregory. Um, are you going to spit it out? Are you going to spit it out? Are you going to throw up? Oh, she did a little shake. She, oh, she's not all right.
1: <laughs> Woo! Strong. There, uh, There's some, some sort of smoky medicine flavor that just gets you in the back of the mouth. Well, we
0: are talking about a, a single malt whiskey here. You can't call it a scotch because it's not from, from Scotland. Where are you, fingers? It's very smoky. Is it?
1: Yeah. It's got a smoky right, hint of medicine, and the smoke hits you in the back of the mouth.
0: I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. Here we go. Here it is. It here blends it
2: is. well with my Monster Energy drink.
0: Oh.
1: And mid- uh, Mid drink, I thought, "Wait, am I supposed to be doing a Kentucky Chew on a Japanese?" All right, first things
0: first, there's nothing smoky about that at all. Neither. Oh, one
1: of you're so people. full of it! You are not. You don't even know
0: what you're talking about. Do Hold it on, again. It right th- there in the nose, a little. There's nothing. It's
1: I like thought, smoke it's smoke it's to the back no, of the throat. Stop it. Hold oh, on. You stop. Try again. Mm-hmm. You can't be trusted.
0: No, I'm not getting smoky. There will actually be a touch that shows up in the nose. That's about the best that I could. That's about the best that I could do you for. It's gonna show up there. No, this is the rich peels is an interesting, interesting way to put it. It's like almost a richer citrus kind of thing, um, but that spice, almost that baking spices, is is the way to go about it. The baking spices is that's for me. You think it's smoky? A little smoky, a little leather. Hold on a second, April, you gotta check the door. I think our food is here. Okay. April's in charge of checking the door. She's like, we're, "We're gonna do we're gonna do the Japanese whiskey, so you have to order Japanese food." I'm like, "What do you mean I have to order Japanese food?" I like theme. Good lord, we can't we can't just like we're, we're outdoors on the deck. We can't just have like some wings or something. What? Like, no. So I got I they basically there's like a Japanese fried chicken that's going on called Courage K A R R A G E. I think that's how you pronounce it. Courage, so, not courage. No, not no Dan. Rather, it's uh, a. <laughs> It, it she she's all over it so we're going to we're going to give it a go. Uh okay. This is not bad, but there's this is also not anything. It's like there's 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 no there's like what else is there afterwards?
2: I get a little bit of smoke. It it tastes like uh I lick I've, I've licked a boot and um there's Liquor. nothing after.
0: There's nothing, it's weird, there's no after, there's no secondary flavor or third flavor going on or, or, or happening.
2: Um, I'm not getting any cereal, no, I, I can tell like you that. There's no, <laughs> there's no cereal sweetness, there's no sweetness at all.
1: of smoky medicine at the back of my throat. It's like a pop. Yeah, but not like we were doing the Ardberg, the Ardbeg. Okay, Sorry. so you have the chloroseptic and you spray it in your mouth, right? Mm-hmm. And you, it oh. shoots the back of the throat. That's what this does. It just gets shoots right there, how but much it's the smoky b- medicine. How
0: much is the 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 Yamazaki a bottle? That is a that's a that's a
1: very. Oh, I didn't good mean question. to catch you but, off guard. I apologize. Well, yeah. I did look it up. I, I, I only forgot.
2: had it in
0: pounds. I didn't have it in in U.S. dollars, and I apologize for that. I, sh- I should have had that uh, together.
2: Uh, how much is um, it, Krugerands?
0: Sixty dollars.
2: No. The ten year is is sixty bucks. No absolutely not
0: right i don't think so i and now again there's a 12 year there are other ones and maybe we got to try and and as you as you give it a little more age you get some things out of it i don't think i'd spend 60 dollars on this either i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying it's blah if i can have the old
2: that's now our standard
0: by the way the old granddad 114 right for 30 bucks a 26 a bottle
2: game over i was instructed next week and i'm um um, meeting family for Labor Day weekend, and I was told I needed to bring a bottle of something, and I'm going to bring a bottle of that, if I can find it anywhere. Did
0: you
1: wait, that's w- next weekend?
0: Old Granddad? The Old, old Granddad, granddad D- 114? Yeah. Is sure, that, no, I think you could find that, Am- that one. Amazon have that or what? Amazon? <laughs> Are you <laughs> telling me that... Wait, we, I don't think we ever discussed that the Old Granddad was hard to find. Maybe No, I went to a place that didn't sell it. Okay. That doesn't mean it was it, it was okay. hard uh, to find finding a quarterback in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh-oh. Hard to find. Now, it's been easy to find for a long time. Mhm. You might think that this is a football story and if the food's here, we just pull it out and start eating. We'll what? talk about it. Well, I don't know if we second. want to wait. No, no, nah, nah, nah. you, okay.
1: you
2: you do the thing.
0: You know? All right. That's right. That's right. Tony Katz just sent the woman to get the food. Uh, That's just what happened. only because I don't know anything about football. That wait a second. We're going to wait I will wait for you. Hold on everybody. Let's just wait for. Yeah. Now is that terrible podcasting? We just sit here and wait. I will do the the, the the basis. You don't even need plates. Just bring it out. I'll do the basis of what happened here. Let me give you this. Andrew Luck is the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. This is, not, this is not a story just about a football team. This is a much bigger story about culture. This is a story about what happens when you pay people such ridiculous money that they can afford to walk away the moment things get tough. Now, I'm not saying that Andrew Luck hasn't dealt with some hardship. Quarterback, he went to Stanford... He's supposed to be a very bright guy. He's got an amazing arm, and he's a very tough dude. But in his years at Indianapolis, where he has led the Colts to uh, an AFC championship game, to uh, playoff victories, he had an offensive line that, um, Fingers, what's the what's the Latin way to describe the offensive line of the Indianapolis Colts? Crap. That is correct. That is, that is uh, We also would have sec- uh, accepted sucks. <laughs> Just miserable. And he got abused and beat up. And we're talking about torn abdomen. He had a lacerated kidney. Then he had the entire shoulder uh, debacle, which kept him out for a year. Then he comes back last year. He's the comeback player of the year. He's out of control. He's a 4,800 yards. He's nine bajillion touchdowns. He's incredible. And then this year, he's getting ready. And all of a sudden, he's got what they call a high calf sprain. Right? Fingers Malloy has been dealing with a high, high calf sprain for 17 years. That's right. Right? Kept him out of, well, everything. And then it was, well, it was more like an ankle thing. And then, according to the owner, Jim Irsay, well, it's like a, a small bone issue. And then I, I, we're recording this thing on a Sunday. We're recording the podcast on a Sunday. It's Saturday. The, the, the Colts are playing the Bears preseason at home in Indianapolis. And all of a sudden, the reports start coming out. Andrew Luck is retired. He's on the sidelines. He's not dressed, but he's on the freaking sidelines. He retired. I was out to eat with friends, and no one was looking at the phone. We were talking about this, talking about that, talking about the other. And all of a sudden, every phone in the restaurant started beeping and buzzing and hooting and hollering. And all of a sudden, you heard, get out of here. What the hell? All over the place. In five minutes, I've now booked people for the morning show. We're reaching out to national guests. The story is huge. Indianapolis fans are out of their minds angry. Uh, About this uh, right here Um, So that's the basis Now we got to get into What the heck happened What the heck happened is He has said That he no longer has the heart for it He's uh, He's tired of the injuries And it's worn him down mentally Now we're going to break this down in all the ways But I think about you Fingers Malloy, when I hear that story Thank you
2: I'm worn down physically uh, Mentally is that, what is that what you're telling me, Tony? Right.
0: You know, I'm exactly in, pe- I'm in tell-
2: peak physical condition right it's now. It's
0: that there are guys... No, I'm good.
2: I don't need that. Just trying to give me a little sauce for the, for the
0: uh, J- Japanese chicken wings. I'm good. There are guys who work factories. There are guys who work all sorts of places. They're worn down physically. They're worn down mentally. They want to quit. You know what they have to do? Go back to work tomorrow. Today... Do four hours Mm -hmm. because that's what the family needs. And I think when I mean, I'm going to do some defending of Andrew Luck, but if you want to talk about, dude, presenting it all sorts of wrong, you've got a hundred million dollars in the bank. You just tell people you're mentally worn down. Like somehow there should be pity for you. You know how many people are mentally worn down? It reminds me of Kamala Harris saying, you know, people work jobs they don't even like. Yeah. Welcome to the real world. She, it's like she just found this out not everybody gets to have a relationship with Willie Brown and then become Attorney General of California and then a Senator
2: well not with that attitude
0: <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't know what he's into Um, I, I tell me if I'm wrong it's a bad look for, for Andrew Luck
2: what was he supposed to do was he supposed to lie he was I, supposed
0: to say the injuries Is he are, supposed to keep are,
1: playing in pain?
0: No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, we're, that's a different subject. He's supposed to say the injuries are too great. I cannot overcome them. My body can't do it. Why
1: can't he just say the truth? The truth is he was mentally drained.
0: Because uh, it's a garbage answer.
1: It's the truth.
0: It's a garbage answer.
1: Maybe it's the wrong PR answer, but it's the truth. It's I'd be mentally drained, drained too answer. if I was hurt every year for six years.
0: Are over right over there. Yeah, I'm not saying that, it, it, that, that there isn't truth to it. I'm saying that from what this is how you answer the question, I think is one of the uglier things out there. I think it's I think it's just gross. I think it is I think that what's gonna happen is You're, you're talking about hear, a man
1: with a neck beard and I think he can say something like that and not come off like it's it's gotta be the most millennial
0: answer of twenty nineteen. Oh. It is. It is the most millennial answer of twenty nineteen. And I'm not I'm not actually faulting him for doing it. He ha- I mean I, I go you go through the list of things that has happened to him. These are things that most people don't you know they don't go back to play it in an, an elite level on. But I think there's something really ugly about A saying that I'm mentally worn down. And then there's the question about the team itself, like how do you do this to a, a team 2 weeks before the season starts? You're getting you have a 140 million dollar contract and this is
2: but go ahead First of all, we don't know if he was even going to play this year. Right. This Right. Who assuming. knows what's going on with this leg? It uh, High ankle sprains are tricky. You, you'll see someone with uh, an ankle sprain who can come back in a week. But then when you get in the high ankle sprain, this could be an eight-week, nine-week injury. If he's got a high ankle sprain... In a torn calf, where I fault Andrew Luck, and this is probably more the Colts organization than Andrew Luck, is why aren't we getting complete honesty about this injury? There's nothing. There's no competitive advantage at this point by hiding exactly what is going on with his leg. It's it's not like we're thinking he's going to come back in six weeks, uh, and so we're going to hide. Uh, just how severe this injury is, he retired yesterday. So if if the calf muscle is torn, if it's if it's coming away from the bone, if there's something a lot more severe going on with this leg than anyone knows, uh, I I think that people it, it, it would be in the best interest of Andrew Luck and the Colts if they release that information yeah, because at this would point
1: take, we would take it easier, or some people would take it easier, knowing no, he actually would not even be able to play this year.
0: And that would be on because the physical. Because we've been, yeah,
1: because we've been, so if he can't play this year anyway, okay, fine. We get why you retired. But,
0: but he didn't say that. He said mentally worn down. So I, I'm sorry. It's not an okay answer. And if the Colts as a team, let's say all teams, they lie, right? They don't let people know what's really going on with their players because they do see it as competitive advantage to other teams. They don't want to let people know what's happening and keep them guessing and all this kind of stuff. Their fans have a right to be infuriated by that. Season ticket holders have a total right to be infuriated by that. Why? Because season ticket holders bought tickets in the in the understanding that he would be back, in the belief that he would be back, and? not that the Colts held something back from them. They had to. The you say that I don't know if the fans they had to that. to sell
1: tickets. Well, no, and it, that's no, the bullcrap. It's
2: not even about the ticket sales. And you're talking to some. Look, I'm a Detroit Lions fan. <laughs> that's funny, right? It's like they play football. Listen to this. I got my season tickets in the mail the day after Barry Sanders retired. The day before training camp. That's when my season tickets arrived in the mail. Barry Sanders was. Detroit Lions in the late 80s and all of the 90s. It was the Barry Sanders show. Everything revolved around Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders was the face of the franchise. I understand the anger. But the thing is, if you're the Indianapolis Colts and Andrew Luck walks into Jim Ursay's office two weeks ago and says, I'm done. I I can't do this anymore. If you are Jim Ursay, if you are the general manager of the Colts, you say, Andrew, we're not going to announce this right now. There's no sense. That everybody knows right now that you're, you are hurt. The backup quarterback is going to be taking all the starting reps anyway. Give it some time. Really make sure that you're going to make this decision. And the one thing, as you know, Tony, you don't want distractions in the locker room. You don't want to start letting this message out that Andrew Luck may retire because it would it would blow up in the locker room. It would be a huge distraction. There's nothing that they can do competitively at this point in time two weeks ago to improve their quarterback situation. So you have to sit on that information, not only for the, the benefit of maybe Andrew Luck changing his mind, but for the benefit competitively of the team, because same thing with Colin Kaepernick, not bringing Colin Kaepernick in. NFL coaches do not want distractions in the locker room. And your franchise quarterback saying, hey, you know what, I don't feel like playing anymore. That's a huge distraction.
1: Yeah, but apparently he'd been thinking about this since last April or something.
2: Thinking about yeah. it. Look, if you're if you're Jim Irsay. I think he
1: was serious. When, when he told Jim a week and a half ago or whatever it was, he was done. I think he he knew he was done. If
2: you're Jim Ursay, I, I, I think he said it during the press conference at one point, he's walking away from half a billion dollars. You're hoping that Andrew Luck is going to take a step back. He's walking away from 58
1: million Plus the potential of what he would have made in the future, right? Which could be about half a mil- half a billion dollars. So you're hoping, give or that, take a little bit. Geez,
2: maybe in a couple weeks, his ankle's going to feel a little bit better, his calf's feeling a little bit better. he's going to see that the the look up for he, the Colts were a dark horse Super but Bowl pick for a lot of people. He's already made hundred
1: million dollars, so that's,
2: that's the conversation. And the words where of I think Bernie
1: Sanders, like how much is enough? All right, first first things. But
2: he's uh, never won
0: a Super Bowl. <laughs> first first things first. If if. Uh, the, the the end of your conversation, you don't want the distraction in the locker room. Okay, fine. Now, that's the worst excuse in the world, and it's ridiculous. They have a responsibility, the Colts do, to not show themselves to be liars to their fans. And this is the second time in three years that they've done it if they knew. And I'm not so sure that the Colts, whether it be the owner, Jim Mersey or the general manager, Chris Ballard, I'm not so sure they knew Right, I don't know how much Andrew Luck told them or not. None of us were, were there. But when he had the shoulder injury, they that team lied to the fans. He'd be back. He'd be this. He'd be that. It was not. I, I. He didn't play the whole season. So this is the second lie in three years on this quarterback. So don't at all. I reject the idea that somehow we have to accept. Well, what else were they to do? You can't treat fans this way. You can't treat them this way and Jim Ursay owes it to this team and so does Chris Ballard to let everybody know the timeline of what happened and they got to accept anything that comes their way I'm not going to listen to some former player here or someone else there you don't understand the game I understand fandom and I get it I'm coming from the perspective of a fan not somebody who's an insider and I've got a couple other perspectives as well if you want to and we're going to get into this turn but dear God they lied, and and it, it, to excuse that is not okay. I'm not. I, I, I mean, won't buy it from
1: the fan side when you're spending yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars just on tickets, and then you got to pay fifteen dollars a beer, ten dollars a hot dog, and you got the whole family, or you got you and your spouse, or whoever. That's a lot of money every single okay, week so, on football. So
2: they find they say they uh, Andrew Luck came to them two weeks ago and said I'm done, and. Uh, Ursae said to him, and we're just speculating. We we don't know what really happened, but say Ursae said, Andrew, wait a couple weeks before you, you make this announcement. Make sh- really make sure. And Andrew says, oh, okay, because it, honestly. There must have been some doubt.
1: No, you're speculating. he, uh, well, he knew he was done. Okay. When he told. Well,
2: then why didn't he announce two weeks ago? If, if, if that, that's where because, I can see where you could be upset. Then
1: the Colts plan when he's going to make the announcement. The Colts PR decided when for he, the plan was for him to make it on Sunday in a press conference.
2: Okay, but the, the information point. got leaked, and it I'm assuming leaked. it's Jim Irsay who did the. leak. I'm
1: assuming it was Irsay. Also, why would
2: why would Irsay leak it? Because, whoa, whoa, whoa! To is get back the-
1: to get back because he's he's vindictive. Do you really think he is? Oh yeah.
0: During the I, game, I don't know that. Like, I don't know if Ursay is vindictive or, or not. I do think there's got to be a real question about Jim Ursay and his ability to um, communicate about this team. But that's that's another subject. I want to take the, the the quarter turn on this, which is here's a 29 year old Andrew Luck who's got 100 million dollars, April, as you said, in the mm-hmm. bank, who's retiring. He joins now a longer and growing list of guys who've decided. Rob, Rob Gronkowski of the Patriots. Some guys you've never heard of. Calvin they Johnson. A, they don't have $100 million in the bank. They got... Pat McAfee. $17 million in the bank. Pat McAfee probably had $24 million in the bank. I don't know if they're wrong. And this is where I the NFL and the fan has to start coming to a reckoning. You pay these guys outrageous amounts of money. And they say to themselves, I'm 29. My knee's hurt. I've seen what happens to other guys. I'd like to have a mind. You know, one of the things we don't talk about with Andrew Luck, he's married and he's got a baby on the way. You don't think he looked at his life and said, what am I doing? I got 9,000 other interests and I'm going to do all those things. Goodbye. The amount of money these guys are getting paid. And you add on to that, um, the the uh, the idea of the of the... Damage done in football, which I accept it. It's a it's a it's a rough sport. But I don't want to see less of that. I, I want the tackling. I mean that's as a fan, that's what I want. I think that's what the sport is, is so much about. It is about that that physical contest. Maybe that's the thing that the NFL's gotta start realizing. The they're not sticking around till thirty three. They're sticking around till twenty nine. And then they're gonna go enjoy the rest of their lives as a YouTube star, whatever else it is. <laughs> they go on to do. Let me ask you a question. Someone hands you ten million dollars right now, Fingers Malloy. You walking away from your
2: job? You, and, and Nobody would ever see me again. Be gone. I disappear. Right. I mean, I, I I would let you guys know where I I am, and we could have like a eat, could drink, smoke me, cream like, once a year. But uh, no, but here, you you'd do it for five. Are you, are you five
0: million. Uh, you're, not, you're, you're done. No one ever? Would you Would you no, shut no, down no, no, your no, entire no. public life?
1: I'm, oh no no no! I'm sticking around. Oh yeah? You're gonna see me rolling in my Land Rover,
0: <laughs> my mansions. Yes, but when you're seventy five? When you're eighty? Like 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 how long do you will you will you go? Is the question. Right? You none of us are gonna deal with anything. No, but else. I
1: enjoy it. I enjoy mm-hmm. being public.
0: Right. I, I'm telling you. I don't know if it'd be ten million, but twenty. But yeah, I,
1: I'm done. taking my friends on vacations. Are we going to Vegas. What's so it's extraordinary back, about this is
2: the fact that he's a quarterback walking away at twenty-nine because quarterbacks are and, and uh, are the most well-protected player on the team. Not on the Colts, <laughs> and it just shows how bad that Good offensive point. line is because yeah. he he had been absolutely battered, like you said. Um, uh, lacerated kidney. That's so rare. I, I had to look this up. There's a running back for the Detroit Lions. He was put on IR a couple of years ago. He was running up the middle. He got hit by a linebacker so hard, uh, it broke two of his ribs and collapsed his lung.
1: Ugh.
2: That's the kind of hit he took. But he was a running back.
1: So he's, yeah, he's, you expect uh, it, yeah. Quarterbacks
2: in the pocket to, to take the kind of hits that Andrew Luck took to sustain these kind of injuries. I mean, look at how many quarterbacks right now are in the league who are 37. Mm-hmm. 30. Phillip Rivers is in his late 30s. Drew Brees is in his late 30s. Tom Brady's 62 years old. <laughs> and they stay in the league because they're
1: so well protected yeah, and they aren't I getting mean, the hits that Brees other players... Brees had a, a big shoulder injury that he came back from but I can't remember anything severe that Brady had. Like, no, nothing.
2: But I mean, that's but I mean that's the Patriots.
1: They're protecting him. Yeah,
2: but Calvin Johnson... Oh, was I mean,
1: Peyton never had anything crazy. Calvin Johnson... Totally
2: broke. Of course he broke his neck. Calvin Johnson was a receiver for the Detroit Lions and his fingers if you look at them are bent in all sorts of different ways and you understand players that you know get hit a lot who would walk away I mean you just take a look at Mike Ditko walking on the golf course and see what Mm -hmm. guys who uh, were tight ends wide receivers they could barely walk offensive linemen but this is extraordinary 29 year old quarterback walking away
0: so does it prove that this is the end of the football star like you're not going to have the guy who has the 10 year career or the 15 year career. That's it going might to be, be more like the 10 or anomaly. 15. but No, not, I think it's going to be more of seven to nine. It's not
1: going to be the the 40s like we have the current. I-
0: so that guard. so now I you're disagree. paying these guys unbelievable amounts of money. You, you're, it's an investment into a bit of longevity. Like, how does the NFL now deal with the fact that they don't? They're not going to have stars anymore. Well, that's
1: the thing. People I aren't going to be around looking to be stars. I think they're starting to not have stars. Nobody else in the NFL is measuring. I mean, once Brady and Rodgers and Breeze and uh, Steelers, Roethlisberger, once they retire, you're out of your big name stars, right? And there's nobody that's. Well, that's There's not, not true. fifteen Patrick more. Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. No, the no, I get it, but those are not stars like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Like you're this the well, that's, level that's the no, level of stars is coming down, just like it did in the NBA about 15 years ago, mid 90s into the 2000s. You had the dream teams, and then all of a sudden, now can you name five people? I mean, it's going to be different in the NFL, also. Tony,
2: I think what you're going to see is you're going to see skilled position players who make a lot of money, like running backs. uh, Wide receivers, they'll get their rookie contract, which isn't all that big, even if you're a first round pick, get their big payday in the second contract and then walk away. I think you're going to see that. But quarterbacks, especially if, if they're, they keep protecting them like they are, I could see them continuing to play. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is playing this year. He has been hurt like crazy the last few years of his career. Mm-hmm. He's 35 years old yeah, now. Yeah, but I think he still feels playing. like he has
1: something to prove. Well, okay,
2: but I, I just. Unless this is a whole generational shift. It's a generational he, shift.
1: Rodgers is right in that middle between where you had Peyton and Brady, and then Rodgers is kind of right down a little bit lower than them, like as far as years-wise, and I think he still feels like he has to prove himself to that generation as opposed I, to this I think it makes class. a
2: difference if you win a Super Bowl or not. I think if, uh, this is an extraordinary case because I think if Andrew Luck weren't hurt, he would be playing. I think that he would probably admit, if I were completely healthy, I'd be playing. Yeah,
1: he would still enjoy playing if he were healthy. If you're
2: healthy and you haven't won a Super Bowl, you already have all the money in the bank, and you feel like you've got a team that could win a Super Bowl, then you're going to keep coming back.
1: Right, because but, uh, winning uh, no, right. is addicting. That's why Michael Jordan came back to the NBA, because he could keep winning, and you want to keep winning.
0: But th- th- we're, we're in a whole different thing now. It's for Screw that it's the Super Bowl. Screw He's 29, he's got $100 million in the bank. It changes perspective. Is the NFL ready for this? Because this will become the norm. Some people mentioned, you know, Pat Tillman left. Pat Tillman, bless his soul, left to go serve his yeah. country. Right. It was it's a was different calling. level of calling altogether. Calling. You can't make the no. comparison. This is the new NFL. This is the new reality also- of this generation. They are saying, no, the longevity is not where it's at. The money is so great, even on those lower levels, that you don't have to stick around. Give me $9.2 million that I've got in the bank. I'll go become a financial planner, or I'll sell insurance, or I'll, or I'll go teach my local high school football team. Trent Dilfer, who won with the Baltimore Ravens, used to play in Tampa Bay. I always liked Trent Dilfer because Trent Dilfer at least understood I'm not a great quarterback. I was on a team with Ray Lewis. End of list, but he was a he was a workable, serviceable quarterback, and he knew his limitations, and I loved him on ESPN. I was always sorry they got rid of him. I thought he was a fantastic guy. He's now coaching uh high school football. You think that's a step down? No. Mm-mm. This is a guy who's got the money, parlayed I it into the into that. uh the broadcasting career where he made more money. Now he's like, okay, I'm gonna just go enjoy and teach some guys and some kids and, 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 and do it. I think there's gonna be a lot okay, of that.
1: Hope he's the not the coaching
2: quarterbacks. 20. Wow.
1: So, <laughs> wow. So here's the thing. Most players don't play the 20 years anyway. The average, the average length of time an NFL player plays is six years. So most of these players aren't playing more than six years anyway.
0: Uh, but most of these players aren't the players that we know about. We're talking about I understand the ones we know it, about. Right? I'm talking about the so idea. So you're
1: thinking of the idea of the right. the, the, the The
0: reasons you watch the, the NFL. An offensive lineman who you never heard of, who was a journeyman on three teams in seven years and then retired, that's not the guy we're discussing. We expect that because that guy is retiring based on the idea that the body can't take it. He may have never actually been – he was on that cusp of good enough, not good enough, and that's the way it is. Here we're talking about people who got paid outrageous amounts of money and the reason that they're leaving, I think, is because they've got the outrageous uh, amounts of money. And they're like, I don't need to do this anymore. So the NFL has created for itself a genuine problem but I I can't not go back to I I if I if Andrew Luck was sitting right here how wrong it is of him to say uh you know uh, I'm just mentally worn down I uh, that's that's an insulting thing
1: no I don't think it is it's the truth and mental health is a big thing and if you're if you are injured it's got to be when your I don't disagree livelihood then say it's the injury. being physical and active, and you can't be physical and active, that's got to be frustrating beyond belief. And that leads to things like anxiety and depression. So he's maybe even battling that because he's supposed to be this person that he can't be.
2: And can I address one more thing before you wrap this up, Tony? I think Indianapolis and Indianapolis Colts fans, and again, I am not a Colts fan. I, I don't hate the Colts, but I'm, I'm I'm unfortunately I'm a Detroit Lions fan. But I think Indianapolis. Colts You know you fans, can change that, right? I, I, no, you can't. I've, I've got the tattoo. Um, do you really? You, know you have that? a Detroit Lions. Oh my God, you do. You didn't know that you have it
0: on your right arm, which has no like muscle tone whatsoever.
1: Oh, my God.
2: you
0: have a Detroit Lions tattoo. You have the lion.
2: Holy cow. Bubbles the Lion on my arm. His
1: name is Bubbles? Yes. That should have been your first clue to not be a Detroit Lions fan.
2: <laughs> but, also his Tinder account. Uh, that's right. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: I, the Lion. But I think Swipe that right. there has been a lot of uh, social media and, and national media attention on the fact that there were a, a, a couple of hundred fans at the end of that game booing Andrew Luck as yes, he went up were. the field. And I don't think that that's a fair representation of... What, no, what do you guys call that, each other, Colts Nation? Is that what you call? Yeah, it? it's the uh, Colts cult Nations. nations. Uh, I I I think the next time you see Andrew Luck at Lucas Oil Stadium, and they pan the camera on him, he'll probably get a standing ovation. For They've already he's got done. Yeah. the Colts.
0: Already have a tweet out, a leader on the field, a pillar of the community. Hashtag Thank You Luck, and it's well, a Thank You Andrew uh, Im- 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 imagery. Right. The, the Colts are gonna love do. him up left left and right. And I don't know. That, they do a
1: legit. Goodbye ceremony for him, um, where they let him back into the stadium at the end of the game and do something.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, Look, I, I think you need to give fans a chance. He to He was down.
1: coronated the second coming of Jesus after Peyton Manning. That was part of the problem. We were all led to believe this was the greatest guy ever. Well, second greatest guy ever. Yeah, I
0: wasn't here for when that happened, yeah, but we, I, I, I don't think that that's wrong.
1: Uh, no, no, it's not wrong. That's what happened. Like everybody was led to believe, and I think the oh, the other thing I want to talk about about this was. It kind of reminded me of the situation like seven, eight, six, seven years. I decided I'm not going to be like very rabid into politicians anymore. Like, you know, you find a politician you like and then they let you down. This is going to happen with your uh, your quarterbacks and your sports. So a lot of people are really, really crushed today because he retired. But maybe you shouldn't be putting so much emotion into the sports that the you're literally.
0: The, wait. The fan's the fan. That's not going to change. Well, I I
1: get that. But have some degree of separation from where your life is literally you want to shoot yourself in the head because your quarterback retired. Well, some people
0: are those people. That's what I'm saying. But I think the bigger story here is how does this impact the NFL? And I think that there's an impact that's being underrated. They cannot depend on the people they're paying millions to bring them dividends. They can't Depend on it. And I question out loud whether or not you're going to see changes in pay scales. The idea that the price goes up, 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 and up, maybe not. Maybe there's a diminishing return. And if people start saying, I've got enough money, I don't need this anymore, I'm going to retire early, and all these kinds of things, I think that might. I think it might. Now, the NFL might have a mathematics that says, oh, screw it. This no, is just you, got, you got the to NFL it.
2: Players Association has a the mathematics. And <laughs> they aren't going to stand for. I mean, you're, you're hearing some ridiculous numbers for Dak Prescott's contract, Cowboys to, uh, quarterback, right? That uh, I, listen, he's he's a good quarterback. He's not one of the top five. He that, turned
0: down thirty million a year, right?
2: That's the rumor. And it, look, Matthew Stafford uh, the, in Detroit, we call him uh, um, Pad Statford. Uh, because he, he has put up incredible numbers, but he hasn't won anything for two years. Uh, he and he still is one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL, and he hasn't won anything. So, uh, and that those numbers until you see people walking away from going to games, when you see the revenue start to fall for the NFL, those salaries are going to continue. Go revenue up, 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 won't be up, up, about up, guys up. goes to the game. It's going to be the TV revenue, right.
0: and they're the ones who are going to be like, where where's the star? Mm-hmm. Where is the
2: star player? Now, if they're not, well, then I've got it wrong, and then the NFL is fine, and that's all there is to it. So much of the NFL is rooting for laundry, and not individual stars.
0: I, oh, who's in the jersey as opposed? Uh, the jersey as opposed to who's in the jersey. Right. Maybe you know what I'm rooting for. Fanimation. Fantastic sponsor. Fanimation.com. I'm the king of the segue, April D. Gregory. Don't ever deny that. Ceiling fans for your home, for your office. Uh, They are absolutely beautiful. The construction is incredible at Fanimation.com. And you get exactly what you want. The customization, the blades that you want, the lighting that you want, LED lighting. Indoor or outdoor, Fanimation fans are the best fans. You know what we need from Fanimation? We need a promo code. We need a promo code mm. that we can start giving people and getting that out there. They've been a great sponsor. They've been with us for a while. Hopefully, they'll be with us for a while longer. They will if you buy your ceiling fan from Fanimation. Fanimation.com. And I'm telling you, these things are amazing. Uh, right here, I'm, so we're on the deck of actually my house doing the podcast. But right right over there, we're building uh, a, a, a porch that's going to actually attach to, to the house. We're going to be building it out. And in are not one, but two Fanimation fans. There will be uh, making sure you can be comfortable all year round. These fans are incredible and whisper quiet. So if you have them in the living room or in the family room, uh, they're not going to interfere with your life. Just terrific. And they look so good. It's the accent piece. Your room has been missing worth the money. And you won't believe how well-priced these things are. Fanimation. Fanimation Fanimation.com
2: for your ceiling fan. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Hey, it's Fingers Malloy. Listen and subscribe to the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast over on iTunes, and please leave us a five-star review. For you non-iPhone people, you can check out Eat, Drink, Smoke on TuneIn, Stitcher, and Fireside. Now back to Eat, Drink, Smoke. So let's smoke.
0: I mean, part of what we do here in this is the Sober Mesa. Uh, This is from a very interesting group of people, Um, the cigar group here. uh, Scientologists? No, well, (laughs) uh, close. They're called Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust is who they are. But the guy behind them is a guy by the name of Steve Saka, who I have never met before a day in my life. Um, But I gave these cigars to, uh, I presented them to somebody while I was actually doing Fox. Right. I was I was there in New York. I was doing a hit. And and I was like, here, because we they've talked about the podcast before, you know, eat, drink, smoke. Hey, Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy. That's us. Uh, And um, I said, hey, thanks. And I gave him the box of cigars and he saw it. and He's like, who is this Tony Katz guy? What the heck? (laughs) And so I had actually not tried the the Sober Mason and I wanted to. Steve Saka.
1: Wait a minute. You were brave enough to give somebody a box of cigars you had never tried.
0: That's how confident I am in Steve Saka. He is the guy who gave us uh, the Liga Pravatas. So we're talking about Drew Estates. And anybody who knows anything about cigars, uh, just incredible. The Feral Flying Pig from Liga Pravada is, to me, the best constructed cigar. I adore that smoke. And some people will tell me, no, I'm wrong. Whatever. It means nothing to me. Love it to death. The number 9, the T52, the Stock Cuts. great stuff great stuff he's that guy and i have total faith in him completely and it's true because there's there's the one we've got here which is sober mesa then there's the sin compromiso which is outstanding this one is a seven by 50 so seven is of course the size seven inches long
2: god never (laughs) changes
0: and then um uh, the ring gauge is that the 50 how fat around the cigar is uh, so that's what this is so it's an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper um, with a filler that is mostly Nicaraguan and also has I, I think uh, at least the torpedo version does this version might as well uh, a, a bit of a Pennsylvania Broadleaf so it's, it's this wonderful absolutely uh, terrific uh, combination of, of flavors such an I mean I, I I couldn't tell you how much I enjoyed the, the syn compromiso this is the first time for me having uh, the, the the sober Mesa here. This is in the 7x50. this is about somewhere between nine and 12 bucks a stick. Wow so when you talk about value in terms of being able to to utilize it this absolutely positively has it from the name alone in terms of the work of, of drew estate absolutely worth uh, worth trying. Absolutely, positively worth having, uh, and and putting into into play, in into your world. Uh, the flavors you're going to get, well, with that, with the Ecuadorian Habano and with that uh, the, the the Nicaraguan uh, leaves in there, you're going to get those creamies. You're going to get those leathers. There's a, a hint of almost butterscotch when you first come in, which is to, to be that kind of of, of sweetness coming. Um, what you're going to get is a wonderfully full medium right? Nothing in this cigar is going to overwhelm you, but you're going to know if you smoke cigars that it's not wimping out on you. There is full flavor within here. Now we have just started when you've got a seven inch cigar, Teep. you got to give it, settle, you got to give it some time. You're going to have to have some time to let that heat get through, to let things work. But so far, uh, the, this is one of the few cigars when you stare at it and you stare at the, at, at the wrapper, you can actually see the leaf. Sometimes you can't actually tell that it's leaf. You take a look at this, which is um, a, a medium brown, a touch of oil to it, um, but it, and a little more veiny than you might get from, from fingers. Don't oh no, like...
2: I leaned in and I got the look. Don't so do ah, it. I might, no.
0: right from, from other cigars. Uh, but it's the construction, like everything the man does, is perfect. Perfect, perfect finger. You're already at an inch of ash fingers, and it's a and it's nice as you've come through it. The white that's there, which I, to me is just is just fun, and the smoke coming off of it is tremendous, absolutely tremendous. So this is sober mesa. This is the seven x fifty, and it comes in a in a, in a series of, of of things here, right? You can get it in in a bunch of of different. Uh, configurations. Uh, there's a Grand Imperialis, which is seven x fifty fours. That's a, a thicker uh, ring gauge. Uh, it comes as a torpedo as well, and a lot of different price points depending on um, how many are are in it. I'm a fan. Um, I'm a fan of this Incompromiso for sure. I'm looking forward to seeing what this delivers and what this brings. Um, there is a story out of Los Angeles that an LA County sheriff's deputy claimed he was shot by a sniper, and it never happened. Jussie Smollett, my ass. <laughs> He's going to be part of a criminal investigation. And cops had been searching for this guy, this mystery gunman, for days. Why in the world?
1: How do you get to the place where you fabricate all, being shot by a sniper? They should have instantly known this was wrong because you can't have guns like that in L.A. They're illegal. Oh,
0: well. If you're going to logic them about their fantastic <laughs> and spectacular gun laws, you're going to be that person. Mm. We're, we're now in the society where cops lie about getting shot by snipers, or is this kind of like normal? Some people are awful people, and they lie about stuff.
2: That's how you get chicks, man. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's what I hear. I don't understand how, uh, if they looked at him from what the piece says that, that we prepped with uh, on the story. The LA he, LA times, used, yeah. he used a knife to cut holes in his shirt. To uh, show everyone that uh, you know he got he got shot uh, but there's there, there were no wounds anywhere. He's claimed that the, his bulletproof vest uh, uh,
1: so there was no like bullet stuck in his bulletproof vest.
2: It, the whole thing is bizarre. He, he apparently he took a knife and he cut his shirt and police went on this huge manhunt. I wouldn't I, I hate bringing up Jesse uh, Smollett.
0: Whatever, honestly. I, I love the fact that a judge is like, oh yeah, we're going after this case. We're totally going to look into this case, present it. This guy might be guilty of something. Bring me
2: the evidence. Because at least this wasn't a situation where it created a lot of animosity in the community and you had people uh, angry at uh, Trump supporters. And try- This was just uh, a cop who who may be mentally ill, who knows, uh, who came up with this story.
0: Like there and- are firefighters, you hear these stories, who set fires. Like you've heard like that they'll they'll no. be the ones who set Yeah, there are stories out there of Because they're pyros
1: and they uh, who set they the want fires
0: and then you know, want they want the, the hero stuff and they and they do the whole rescuing Oh,
1: dear Lord. right there. No, he it's all
0: right. He we're on the deck of my house. He can ash onto the deck.
1: No, I was talking oh. about the fire. Oh, I thought my
0: fingers ashing onto the deck, which is also gonna start a fire. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, people do that. They lie about things all the time. Then the, what's the name of the people who they fake being sick so they'll get attention Hypopon Scientologists?
1: <laughs> No. Hypochondriac.
0: Yeah, that's Hypochondriac. that is always to me the craziest. And then there's the people who do it to their kids, mm-hmm. who are the sickest people in the world, who should never get their kids back by the way. If you make your child ill, you should never be allowed around that kid again. You lose all rights immediately. I have no, no quarter, no patience, nothing. But this is an awful story.
1: So, on one hand, I think this is not as bad as what Jesse Smollett did. The only reason I think this is worse than what Justy did was because if you're in LA and you think there's a sniper on the loose, you're, you're, I mean, the whole city's thinking they're in danger, right? Because there's a sniper on the loose because they can't find him. But on, on every other count, I think what Justy did was worse than this.
2: I see. I think they're the same thing. No, I think the, what the cop did was worse. You don't expect that from law enforcement.
1: No, you don't. But you're in today's woke society you're talking about you know Trump and and gay crimes gay hate crimes and um. yeah but I mean the, so
0: Jesse Smollett did it so he could get attention he did it so he can get a raise he did it because he's a he's a self-serving jerk
1: which is probably what this guy did too right
0: he wanted the attention yeah it, now fingers you have a good point you don't expect this from a cop you you, you don't allow this, don't from, this from, from, from from law anybody. enforcement Right? Somebody's doing there's it for There's a career. lot of things
1: you don't expect from cops. There's most, yeah, but th- most wrong things you don't expect from cops.
0: He didn't lie about being in some gunfight on the street. He lied about a sniper. I mean, it's very, very specific. He, it didn't dawn on him that the, somebody would be like, hey, where's your bulletproof vest? And like, oh, wait, there's no bullet? You got grazed on the shoulder? Don't you? Th- How long has he been a cop? He doesn't know the ballistics are going to note that, like, oh, wait, that's not a bullet.
2: It makes you worry if. Uh, the LAPD is hiring the best and brightest. Right? I mean...
0: <laughs> well, wait. If that's the case, you take a look at what's going on with cops in New York getting doused by water, your cops getting confronted and hated everywhere, uh, and ask yourself, who wants to be a cop? Now, my Facebook feed, facebook.com slash Radio, if you want to go like the page, Fingers Malloy, Fingers Malloy Radio, April D. Gregory, just on Twitter. April D. Gregory is where you follow her. Um, it's filled with videos of people confronting the cops because the cops... Are coming at them, saying you can't record here, or what are you doing here? And they're they're really they're being abusive. And these people stand up for their rights, and I love those people, love those people. If a cop is coming to you and like, why are you why are you standing here? Why you on the street corner? You don't have to answer that cop. That's none of their business. You're, they're going to decide you're causing a problem. You're a law abiding citizen. What what kind of nonsense is this? So I like it when people stand up for themselves in that way. But when you've got people throwing water on cops and, and filming, begging the cop to, to do something so they can get it on tape and maybe get a lawsuit and get a couple of bucks, who the hell wants to be a cop? And that's, you know, if they're not hiring the best and the brightest in L.A., which maybe they're not, maybe it's true of other, other places, I don't know how great the talent pool is in today's society. Who wants this stuff? But it's got to be embarrassing for the whole forest where a guy is making up getting shot at.
2: Especially for that pay. I mean, uh, when you're starting off as a police officer, you're not making a lot of coin. And to have to deal with uh, a citizenry, many of whom don't like you to begin with, and the idea that you're going to go out in the streets and apparently people can just douse you with water and you're not supposed to respond.
1: Or rain bullets down on you. Yeah. You know, no who, big deal. who
2: needs that crap?
1: Depends which day of the week it is. Are
2: you
0: talking about the Philadelphia story? There are people in Philadelphia, they were serving that warrant, it was a drug warrant on this guy, and he started shooting cops, he shot six, Uh, there were a couple cops that were held hostage uh, for a while, eventually they got this guy to come out and surrender. There are people who are having rallies for this cop shooter, and that nothing should happen to him, and he was in the right, and screw the cops. Dude, it was was a drug warrant, right? They had the warrant. It's not like they just walked up to him and started causing a, a scene, they had the warrant. So these are people who are like, oh, screw criminal justice system altogether. It doesn't matter. It's only justice if we say it's justice. It's only justice if if we decide. It's it's
2: like truth now. It's not my truth. truth. It's my truth. It's it's my justice. It's not justice.
0: Yeah, living in my truth. Oh, do I hate that expression? April, you're the kind of person who lives in your truth.
1: To an extent. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, no, no. Everybody needs to do what's right for them, but yes, I, I know what you're saying.
0: You, you could do what's right for you. I, I think that's fine. You could choose your own course.
1: Right, no. But
2: there is truth.
1: There's facts and there's not facts.
2: This is an apple. Oh, stop it, CNN. I,
1: I think it's an orange. So I will say, though, at least in the Jesse Smollett case, I don't know if you noticed, because a lot of times news gets passed over by some something that maybe Trump said or did. Uh, they Chicago, The city of Chicago hired a private or not a, a special prosecutor to investigate why the case was thrown out or whatever Right. so
0: there's this just judge this past week who listened to the case and said there's no reason for this thing to have been thrown out the way it was there's no reason for kim fox who's the state's attorney to drop all the charges so now they're getting back into it i love they're getting back into yes. it because jesse smollett owes the city of chicago never mind what he owes me never mind that he's a liar or anything else forget us The city of Chicago spent money, time, resources, and a lot of people backed him at the first because he'd been in and around Chicago and been a supporter and been an activist and all these kinds of things. And they got screwed. They deserve their pound of flesh, if you will. At least they should have a trial. They should know what happened. And then, you know, you can go from there. If if some judge is going to say he's not guilty of anything, if some jury, if they've goes to a jury, I'm not sure. That's fine. But at least the system has got to play itself out. To not even allow it to play itself out, that's the upset. Has
2: his vocal supporters, have they come out since this has turned out to be a load of BS and publicly stepped away from uh, Just- Jesse Smollett?
1: Well, so there's the no, whole, they came back, though.
2: There's
0: the cast of Empire that first didn't know what to think and then all of a sudden wanted him back on the show and now are glad that he's gone. As for the people on the street, I think there are some people who are always going to say, oh, the police are in the wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just the automatic default because they live in their truth, not in truth. And and they're like, screw it, right? Cops are always bad. Cops are always wrong. Cops are always at fault, et cetera, et cetera. And if you should actually note that Jesse Smollett is a scumbag, well, then you're, you're some kind of traitor to your race. We've seen this a million times. Well, and by the way, in a million
2: places. There are so plenty of people who still think OJ is innocent, right?
0: You, speaking of Andrew Luck and OJ, oh, did you saw it. did you see the tweet? You did. It's it's the most. Fr- so we were talking about Andrew Luck, and we we're talking about him retiring and 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 all the controversy therein. OJ Simpson, who is now on Twitter, who by the way, OJ, you're a murderer. I just this is one man's opinion.
1: That's your real here. truth.
0: That's that, that I'm not living in my truth. I'm living in in the truth. Just just saying, man, it's just the way it is. And I only hope Fred Goldman never stops going after you. One man's thesis. Uh, he puts out a tweet. Seriously, Andrew, you couldn't have retired before I selected you in my uh, fantasy football draft? That was OJ on Twitter
2: to Andrew Luck. From like a Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. And there was a knife on the table. Right. I don't. Was there, I may be making that up. The gloves, Honestly,
0: the gloves were on. If he had just added to the tweet, that's enough to make me want to kill a guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's all it would have taken. Uh,
1: By so the way, OJ, I hope were- Fred
0: Goldman goes after you for forever.
1: A lot of people were thinking what O.J. just said, but if you were a serious football fan, were you really picking Andrew Luck anyway? Like maybe as your second quarterback, but he's not even, we haven't even been told that he was even going to start.
0: You totally would have picked Andrew Luck as your quarterback.
1: No, no, no. We don't even, we had no knowledge that he was even going to play this year for sure.
0: Somebody gladly picked up Andrew Luck as their quarterback. You take a look at all the options he was going to have. You take a look at the 12 touchdowns,
2: Honestly, I'm way too Assuming into Assuming he was stuff.
1: going to play. The t- world, before last before Saturday night, did not know whether he was playing this well, year. I
2: can tell you, I tweeted out last night, when we're recording this on Sunday, uh, Saturday night, he, the, the big announcement happened. I tweeted out Saturday night, and as we all know, uh, Twitter's the real world. Uh, ho- <laughs> hope you haven't held your fantasy football draft yet. And I had at least two people say I already drafted him. And so, yeah. So, uh, th- th- look, yeah, there I are, are a few guys you get right away. I, well, I don't I was think under you the get an ind-
1: injured player who well, is questionably playing right away. Well,
2: they made it sound like it was a high ankle sprain. So you think, okay, maybe he'll miss a week or two.
1: I, there had been but, no.
2: And we're back into football again. No,
0: to that, we didn't ask the one question about this that maybe we should have. Could the Colts look at Colin Kaepernick?
2: No.
1: No. They could never bring, wow. they could never bring him to Indianapolis. Nope. Nope. Wait. To never bring him to Indy? You or could never not bring, bring to- Colin Kaepernick into Indianapolis. That sta- The stands would be empty.
2: mm People
1: would not show up I for that man. I wouldn't go that far. People but, would not show up for that man. And they wouldn't be totally empty, of course. People would not show up for that man. And Indianapolis people would not show if up. If the
2: Colts started off 5-0 and and Colin Kaepernick was the quarterback people would then people might start coming back stand. in
1: then yeah. they might start coming back in people are not going to watch Colin Kaepernick
2: but going back to what we were talking about in the first segment the reason why NFL teams have not picked up Colin Kaepernick it has nothing to do with race as many uh, no, as much as people uh, who are wanting to throw the race card out there all the time want to believe that it has nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick's race and everything to do with locker room distractions. And you don't want 53 players answering every day the question, well, what do you think of Colin Kaepernick joining the team? And what do you think about him kneeling for the national anthem? And all the all the circus that comes with Colin Kaepernick, general managers, head coaches, they don't want to have anything to do with that. So no, there's no way that they bring Colin Kaepernick in. And you know, especially uh, if you have a, a, a you know, unless, uh, what's his name? I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on his, uh, the, the starter for the Colts, uh, Jacoby Brissett. You know, they, they're, they're confident in him. And the team is going to rally behind this kid. Oh, I have absolute faith in Jacoby Brissett. Absolute faith.
0: This is a guy who came into a season literally eight days before the season started. Was like, And they were like, okay, hey, welcome to the Colts. You're the starter. And he was, and he was solid. And he really and truly was solid. So, no, I've got no, nothing, nothing but faith in the dude at all. Uh, the Sober Mesa is what we are smoking here. The Sober Mesa, the seven uh, by by uh, fifty. I've got faith in this. This is yeah. wonderful.
1: You this have is wonderful. Faith.
0: There's a real leather uh, that comes through. It's not a vanilla when I say cream, uh, but it's an easy kind of flavor for me. There's a bit of wood uh, also uh, hitting this, um, but it's not dry. Sometimes you'll like hear like dry cedar as, as in a, a way to to express that's not this. This is just This is a touch lush. This is a touch this is this is delicious. And I'm delicious. going through it
2: faster than I thought I was going to. You are, so you, are you are
0: smoking quick.
2: I got to admit, you're halfway through.
0: I'm just getting to the maybe maybe ending the first third of of this uh, cigar. Uh and also it was announced that Joe Walsh, the former congressman Good from God. Illinois is running for president uh, as a Republican and it has also just been announced that he will not win. <laughs> Both things coming at exactly the same time. Yeah. So Joe Walsh uh, was a, a one term Tea Party congressman. And he really, when he got to Congress, punched around. And the Speaker of the House those days was John Banner. He would abuse John Banner. And John Banner also, uh, fr- you know, uh, John Banner, I shouldn't say also, John Banner from Ohio and, and this guy from Illinois. John Banner worked aggressively to make sure that was the end of his uh, congressional tenure. And that's all there was. And he's been a radio host. Uh, in, in Chicago and, and in some other places. And he was a guy who totally supported Trump. He actually said, voting for Trump on November 8th, and if he loses uh, on November 9th, we grab our muskets. That's what he said on Twitter, which is something I did not say on Twitter. And now he has decided uh, Trump is unfit. Somebody needs to step up, and there needs to be an alternative. The country is sick of this guy's tantrum. He's a child. And he told uh, Stephanopoulos on uh, ABC on uh, was was the show there this week. Uh, I helped create Trump. I feel responsible for that. Oh, Lord. oh, for and that Trump is tweeting us into a recession now, and that he'll tweet us into war. All- Let's go to the last two. We are not in a recession. As, as of as we're recording this, recession is two quarters of negative growth. There is no recession. Uh, you have uh, certainly lots of up and downs with the economy, a big one with, with China adding more tariffs and Trump talking about how we should order businesses to, to leave China, which was a terrible thing to say, although you should have businesses that don't produce in China. Meanwhile, there's now a new trade deal on the horizon with Japan, which I think is going to send the markets all back up. Well, we'll see how the markets go. I never claimed to be a market guy, but he's not tweeting us into recession. This is a myth and really a politically left talking point, and that he's going to tweet us into war? That's just garbage trash, Joe. They've been
1: trying to say that for three years now. I know.
0: It's garbage trash. So if this is already where he's starting... It's it to why doesn't he just run as a Democrat? Why will I run as a Republican? What's the what's the point and the value of it? But really, what makes him think or anybody else you're gonna? Ha- I'm not saying people shouldn't run against Trump or have the right, I should say, to run against Trump. Go right ahead. What in the world makes anybody think he is going to be able to do anything
2: regarding a nomination? Joe Walsh. Joe. Walsh. Well, life's been good to him so far. I oh, went with the Eagles. Thank you. He went with the Eagles. He took uh, the load No, uh, look. First of all, I'm seeing already seeing uh, never Trump media coming out and saying, "Well, you know, uh, he may be able to make a little noise in the primary." I could see people are going to walk up and and vote for. And you look at the polling numbers, and he's getting 90 percent. Trump is getting 90 percent support from Republicans, and it just goes to show once again the the never Trump blue check mark smart set does not get why people supported Trump to begin with. They don't get his emotional uh, connection with his supporters. The only thing I can see happening is there are still some people that just refuse to believe that he could have ever gotten the nomination of the Republican Party to begin with who may show up. But you may see some Democrats who, um, if the Democratic nomination has been sealed up at a certain point, they may cross over and, and try to you know, do an Operation Chaos really? and try to vote for Joe. But Joe Walsh isn't going to get any kind of big support within the base of the Republican Party. Yeah, who
1: are the people that even know who he is? And,
2: and let's hope he pays his vendors, by the way, when he's done. That's a whole other issue, too. What? I mean, have we not learned any lessons from Evan McMullen at all? Uh, that pe- These same people are going to jump on the Joe Walsh bandwagon
0: no. now? So Evan McMullen ran for president in 2016. He didn't pay his vendors?
1: No, there's a lot of people still unpaid from that.
0: No! Yeah.
1: <laughs> people we know evan mm-hmm. McMullen didn't pay his
2: mm-hmm. th- no nah, yeah oh,
0: that's that's unbridled scumbaggery mm-hmm. right there he, he, the point i want to make about joe walsh is i said it I, I i i didn't bury the lead i just snuck it in there like like a marvel cinematic universe easter egg he was a tea party guy remember when the tea party were nothing more than racist bigots I recall. Racists and bigots from beginning to end. That's all the Tea Party was. Now they're going to put him on with George Stephanopoulos. They're Mm going to put him on CNN Mm -hmm. all day and all night. He's not a racist and a bigot anymore. He's a Tea Party guy. I was a Tea Party guy. I wasn't a racist or a bigot. Of course it was a lie. It was a lie from beginning to end. Neither here nor there. That's how craven this media apparatchik is. They won't even know. Yes, and this guy's running for president. Well, you know, he's got his racist history they won't do one of those now they will rise him up as like the second coming the media is just this gross untrustworthy thing don't they know it yet it was it was brian stelter cnn (laughs) so fox news hires sarah huckabee sanders the former press secretary as a contributor and i think it's a smart hire Mm -hmm. and brian stelter from CNN, is apoplectic. He's angry. These pe- She lied to us every single day. And ABC, Dancing with the Stars, Sean Spicer, the original press secretary, is going to be one of the people dancing with the stars, on Dancing with the Stars. And, and how could ABC have him? These people lied to us every single day. You shouldn't normalize these people. CNN then hired, literally the next day, Andrew McCabe to be a contributor, Andrew McCabe was the FBI agent who the Inspector General said lied during an FBI investigation on how the FBI handled the Trump investigation. Everything with Trump-Russia, Hillary's emails. He lied to... He's the number two guy in the FBI. He lied to FBI agents. The Inspector General said he was totally untrustworthy and he was fired.
1: And, and but so, so,
0: so CNN hires him and that's fine, but Sarah Huckabee Sanders is the problem? This is just the proof of the insanity. So here they'll have Joe Walsh, and they'll they'll interview him morning, noon, and night. Meanwhile, Bill, Bill Weld, the former uh, governor of, uh, of Massachusetts. Libertarian ran, for life. Right, except now he's running for uh, president as a Republican. He's like, why don't I get any love? This is this is the ugly of, of of
2: media. To to revisit what I threw out there earlier because I want to be considered fair and balanced, there were stories in twenty seventeen that the uh, that Evan McMullen's campaign was still six hundred and seventy thousand dollars in the hole. Uh, there was an exclusive piece, April 19, twenty eighteen, in the Daily Caller, uh, No Remorse, former Evan McMullen campaign worker sound off. Uh, staff members owed tens of thousands of dollars and most believe he has no intentions of ever paying him. That was in 2018. Now, something wow. may have happened since. I've I've looked. I haven't seen anything. He's dropped off the, the map for the most part, as far as I know. Maybe he makes occasional media hits, mm-hmm. but uh, may, maybe it's just not a story anymore because who's talking about Evan McMullen? But you would think that these people would look at Joe Walsh and say, I won't get fooled again. Well, I, might, well, maybe, I, I, mean, I don't compare. know if it's going to be the same people, though. Look, maybe it's not fair to say Joe Walsh will pull an Evan McMullen, but this, this romantic idea that someone's going to take the nomination away, or in Evan McMullen's case, oh, if he wins Utah, he, somehow uh, we can finagle Evan McMullen to be president of the United States. They're coming up with all these ridiculous plans that the nomination will be taken away or the presidency will be taken away from donald trump and it's not going to happen joe walsh is not going to win the nomination and it's ridiculous to even go down this road
0: so i'm sorry i brought it up is Yikes. that basically i mean
2: fingers have spoken so say it's the same people I'm not going to name no, names. No, you're not. I'm not no, going to name not. names. Not, did I say you're not? Yeah, I'm not going to name names. Don't not I look, not and don't. it's just so tired.
1: It's the same Is people. it the same people supporting Oh, Macron? I'll show you the I tweets. Mean, that, okay. Ugh. I didn't realize it was the same. So fingers is referring
0: you. to the to the never-Trumper people. And to I, we all do this. I do six hours of radio a day. I have never once had a problem saying when I think Trump is wrong about something. It hasn't affected a single part of my audience relationship hasn't affected ratings anything why do people think that it's so difficult to be honest and clear you don't have to be a never trumper you mean there aren't some things that are worthwhile never trumper sets the idea that no matter what trump does it's wrong but that's not true that's the position of an insane person why are why they do it I don't know it's just it's just ridiculous. I, it's 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 a terrible, awful, nonsensical. And may I argue non politically conservative uh, uh, opinion, right? So so regardless of where your politics are, that's that's not the point. For a conservative to be never Trump is to I think not even understand what being a conservative actually is, right? When uh, you're supposed to take a look at your reality and then figure out how to how to work within that the idea of never trump is to say i'm going to hold my breath i'm going to scream and cry and then maybe luckily i'll get my way what's the difference between the person who says they're never trump and that girl who was sitting there during the inauguration of trump did you ever see the video on the streets of dc <laughs> she is screaming the word no as the inauguration is happening just screaming her head off it's it's frightening and surreal she thought that was going to do something
2: What's I st- I still think a lot of this is just flat-out elitism. They don't like the, those type of people being a part of the Republican Party, the type of people who show up at a Trump rally. It's the same pushback you got from these the smart set on the right when the Tea Party became big and then they couldn't control the Tea Party. It was like, oh, it's great that the Tea Party came and, and – you know, we had this true. rush of uh, congressional candidates who who got the Republicans to take over Congress again. But then, when the Tea Party stepped out of line, it's, oh well, you know, we want a broad tent, but we don't want you people to be in the tent. That's what it feels like. All right.
0: You, we don't we don't uh, want people to control it. By the way, if we want to talk about where the media is on Trump, if you want to talk about the surrealism, um, this is a tweet from uh, Julio Rosas. Oh, sorry, right there. there. Uh, He is a reporter with the DC Examiner, right? And he has a tweet out right now um, that has a psychiatrist by the name of Alan Francis on with Brian Stelter, CNN. And here's the quote: "It's and he's got an article over at the Washington Examiner. Trump quote may be responsible for many more million deaths than Hitler, Stalin, and Mao. Mm. For
2: Christ's sake."
0: I mean, we're all just complete.
1: Uh, this is what people not actually us.
0: think. This is the kind of ugly that's going on out there. And then this is the kind of thing where they say, now let's turn to uh, a Republican uh, presidential candidate, Joe Walsh, for his reaction. Building... Uh, you're not allowed. No doctor is allowed to uh, provide some level of um, examination of a patient not in front of them. These, these are the ethics rules. You can't be doing this stuff... On, on television, you can't be doing this stuff even on, on radio. You can tell people what you think about things, but you can't give it, like, levels of diagnosis. you got to have the patient in front of you. And yet here are these news people, so the people we're supposed to trust, moving down this road, and then they'll move to a Joe Walsh or they'll move to a Bill Weld or they'll move to somebody else. What do you think of this? As if somehow it's factual or it's or it's newsworthy.
2: These people... Make me sound like I have a Trump tramp stamp, that I'm totally on the Trump train. And I'm like you said, Tony, uh, th- I agree with a lot of what Trump is doing. There are a lot of things that Trump is doing right now that, I, frankly, I'm, I'm disgusted with. But when I see this crap, I think to myself, this, these guys make me want to uh, go and uh, on a voter registration uh, drive to a local cemetery and get as many people. Uh, <laughs> Registered to vote, to vote for Republican, and vote for Trump as possible. You just I went full Chicago. Yes, exactly. Well, right there,
1: full circle because we are talking about Jesse Smollett.
0: <laughs> April D. Gregory, find her on Twitter, April D. Gregory, and Fingers Malloy on Facebook, Fingers Malloy Radio. Uh, also, don't forget that we've got the snack size. So when you subscribe to Eat, Drink, Smoke uh, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and we're also available on Stitcher and Google uh, Play, some other places. Um, you subscribe, there are two that two a week. Uh, that come out. So you'll get the, the big podcast, which is this one right here. And then we have a snack size edition, you know, a little something that tide you over, uh, that comes out on Thursdays. So usually we, we come out Mondays and Thursdays is, is how it happens. And then you've got a video that comes out just about every week uh, that we have over there at Tony Katz Radio. You can check out that as well. So you've got a lot of places where you can go and get the podcast. But nothing works unless you subscribe and you write the five-star review. Write a review, give it a five-star review, eat, drink, smoke, on iTunes. Go do that immediately and find me on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Twitter and Instagram uh, Tony Katz. TonyKatz.com is where you go. And this is Eat, Drink, Smoke.